What's up, everybody? How we doing on this fantastic Monday evening? Welcome to this week's edition of the 48 Minutes Basketball Network. I'm Tim Daniel. I'm here with Sean Mackey. And Sean, it is finally, 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 the last week of the regular season. We made it. We made it. Just, just barely. Yeah, after like, after like the middle of March, it's kind of like, all right, whatever, let's just get Let's just get to the playoffs. It's a drag. I, I think it's a drag every year after All-Star break. It's always a drag after that. I don't like I never like basketball during those two months because you're either getting you're either getting half ass basketball or tryhards. <laughs> it's going to be it's so you never really know what sometimes like right now, like I have no idea what's going to happen in the playoffs this year. Like this is this is probably would would we say this is the most wide open like playoff like wild west crap that's ever happened in the NBA this year? Yeah, I would I would say so, uh especially with the Western Conference and all that goofiness. It's it's just it's just a it's been a crazy year. It has been an absolutely crazy year in the NBA. It's been super interesting. The storylines have been one after another they've almost exhausted themselves yeah. and we've and we've limped on here to the playoffs um but uh you know i'm i'm happy we're gonna actually get into it this is the time of year when everybody i think starts to pay attention again and like lock mm-hmm. down and really start and the players start to care and you know some good news coming out of out of golden state tonight yeah Andrew wiggins coming back i mean initially they were talking about how he wasn't uh originally going to come back this season it appears he's going to be back in time for the playoffs and boy do they need that guy well here's the worry about it the warriors can't win on the road as we know it's true their last two games of the year are on the road they are they have a half a game lead on the lakers and pelicans whoa so Granted, one of those games is Portland. Portland sucks. We we went through that already a hundred times. Um, they stink, and they'll probably be they'll probably win that Portland game. But that Kings game, you know, unless the Kings decide to start sitting guys, because they've already clinched, um, and it looks like they're pretty like well and out in the third seed. But also, if you're the Kings, do you want to sit guys and risk playing the Warriors in the first round? No. No, yeah, I think I think if you're if you're the Kings, you've got to go out. You got to finish strong. This NBA, season. I agree. I mean, they've they've made it to the playoffs. It's been what sixteen years? Uh yeah, 18, I think that's right. six, sixteen yeah. years, eighteen. It's it's been too damn long since the the Sacramento Kings have made it, but they finally did it after years and years of me predicting they would make the playoffs. Uh, 
We were on it this year. I we said like I we, said in yeah. July. I said yeah. in July. I really yeah. like the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like I've been trying to wield them into the playoffs since the DeMarcus Cousins days, and it just hasn't been happening. So uh we got a team that's finally out there, you know, the one team that truly represents Cincinnati mm-hmm. in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> gotta root for those boys gotta root for them so damn right this boys in black and purple yep absolutely uh so let's kind of go through this i know we've talked about this a few times a few weeks now but this is kind of where we're at um dude the west as we know so we know one two three are already taken care of um but from there so phoenix has a two and a half game lead on the clippers and the warriors who, as I mentioned, have a half a game lead on the Lakers and the Pelicans, who have a one and a half game lead on the Timberwolves, who have a one game lead on the Thunder, who have a one game lead on the Dallas Mavericks, who have a half a game lead on the Jazz. Um, As we've gone through for a while, this is all a mess. But the Jazz announced today, Walker Kessler, he's done for the year. They're shutting him down. They're out. Um, The Dallas Mavericks, as we know, they suck. They're really bad. They're out. they, their last three games are the Kings, the Bulls, and the Spurs. But yeah, it, yeah, I, I can't see a situation where they jump these teams. We, we you know, they're 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 awful. What a uh, what a what a disappointing year. This just goes to show you can't just just bank on your star player being one of the best players in the NBA. You got to build around them, and you know, Kyrie Irving. You know, I don't. I mean, he's he's been fine since he's been out there, but the rest of that team, they stink. They stink. Yeah, yeah, they stink. Uh, the Thunder, their last three games are Golden at Golden State at Utah, and on Sunday they play the Grizzlies at home. Oof. Good year. Great year. Can't see it. Can't see it. No. Minnesota at Brooklyn at San Antonio, home for New Orleans. Oh God, everybody is so intertwined here. These last couple of games, like this is like the way that you're reading off this off to me. It reminds me of Bob Costas in the movie basketball when he's talking Mm -hmm. about the playoff seating situation and how there's going to be a round Robin and stuff like that is like everything that you're describing right now just really is, is throwing off some Bob Costas vibes from basketball. Yeah. It's there's, there's, we have really come down with the, the plan has made, you know, the end of the season super interesting to a certain degree, but you know, it's like, we're not going to know what's going on until, you know, the last game probably. Yeah. And uh, the Lakers have four games left and two of those are the jazz. So I feel pretty good about them. The Lakers are clicking on all fronts right now. They are, um, this is a team. And I, and I read, I think, I think when horse said this the other day, that LeBron smells weakness in the Western conference right now. And he's just, this kind of reminds me a little bit of the time when he, you know, took off some time in Cleveland and then came back and they won a championship. Yep. Um, It's starting to smell like that again to me because there's, I mean, is it completely out of, out of place to think that they could beat any team right now in the Western conference? Um, So, one of the things I was thinking about we were going to do tonight was I was going to literally have us go conference by conference and the 10 teams that are in the running 
put confidence points on how you feel they'll fare in their conference. Okay. I think I think I'm at nine points for the Lakers to win the West. Okay. I I I I know it sounds crazy. I know it's silly. I know this is literally a team that like at one point this year we were like, we are not talking about these guys anymore. I am sick of it. But they are clicking on all cylinders. They are getting healthy at the right time. Um Davis looks like the Anthony Davis we all thought he was again. Like I don't I still don't trust his ass at all. I would in the playoffs because he's always showed up there. Okay. Okay. Um you know, you've got LeBron. D'Angelo Russell like looks like a winning player for the first time ever. He looks great. Yeah, and Jared Vanderbilt's obviously awesome at his job. Yeah. Um and obviously, you know, my guy, Austin Reeves, who just got a sneaker deal. He's getting a signature shoe. With? Uh, some Chinese shoe company. Um, Steve not Mary's. Anta. <laughs> Austin Reeves would be like the like the greatest Stephen Barry's athlete ever. He would just make like. Oh my like, God. If he, could, if he could have just shown up in like 2007, 2008, yeah. he would have been like the greatest person they could have had. He would have sold a lot of shoes to kids. Yeah, he would have. Um, so I would say I'd probably put like, I don't know. I still really like Memphis because of how good they are defensively. Um, I think they're really, but you know, if the Lakers pull this thing off and they like get to that, you know, they get past golden state, they're not playing them for a couple rounds. Um, that's, you know, I think Jaron Jackson might be the only guy in the playoffs who can guard Anthony Davis at this point. And I, that's that's a good uh, that's a good assumption. Yeah. So that's definitely interesting. Um, I don't trust the Nuggets. Never have. <laughs> no. We've 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 always said regular season champs. Yeah. Right. And like, look, Jokic is great. Uh, he's absolutely awesome. But. Man, I just I can't see it. Um, I like this Kings team a lot. I could definitely see them winning uh a series, you know, especially if it's like but I don't know. Would you take the Lakers over the Kings in the first round? I think I might. Oh, yeah, I would. Absolutely. Because here here and here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. These guys have never been there. They they don't have the experience. I mean, when you're when you're putting the one of the greatest of all time against the wall right now with Anthony Davis with D'Angelo Russell, you know Vanderbilt, Hillbilly Kobe, you know Rui Hachimura. I mean, they built out a nice little club after the after the. Yeah, the I mean, I mean, they quietly really did, you know, add some decent pieces to this team. It's a weird team. I don't necessarily think that they're stable. You know, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I would say this, I would 100% take them in a series over the Sacramento Kings. However, how poetic would it be if the Sacramento Kings eliminated the LA Lakers in the first round of the playoffs? I mean, that's how you kill some bad juju on two counts. Yeah. So listen, go. Okay. Obviously the history of, you know, Vladi knocking the ball right to Robert Ori. We all know the story. We all, we, you know, it's one of the greatest shots of all time. Mike Brown being the head coach of a team that eliminates LeBron James in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
And if there's anyone who knows LeBron better than anyone, it's Mike Brown. Yeah. So not to mention Mike Brown, the former Lakers coach who mm-hmm. got a very raw deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mike Brown's a good coach, man. He's a good yeah. coach. And he's and he's been on so many winning teams over the years as an assistant or just, you know, anything. And he's just he gets the job done every year. So I yeah. He's coached I, the year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's gotten those guys to all buy into a system and, and, and they're confident, man, that team is playing with confidence right now. And they're, they're so fun to watch and everything, but I don't know. I just because of the history and everything, I'm, I'm still going to go with Lakers over that. I'm, I'm taking them. Are you taking them? Oh, of course, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know who in the West. If you didn't, I, I wouldn't blame you. At this moment, at this moment, I don't know who in the West I would take over them in a seven, in a best of seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at all of these right now. Um, like, don't be wrong. I mean, if Phoenix is like all locked in and they're all healthy, they're pretty awesome. But I don't know who. It's such a, it's such a. I mean, I, I'm looking at all of these teams. Friday night's going to be interesting when Phoenix Fr- plays Los Angeles. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's going to be must-see television. Is that nationally televised? That game is on NBA TV. So it wasn't, and then they made it nationally televised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at all of these teams. Like, there's a couple people. There's a couple teams in here. I'm saying they're just not going to win the title this year. Like, I can confidently say, okay, Pelicans, not going to happen. Nope. Timberwolves, if they make it in, not going to happen. No nope. Clippers, don't see it. Don't see nope. it, guys. Not without Paul George. Not without Paul George. Those are the ones I can confidently. Well, and I'm honestly, I'm going to say the Kings too. The Kings can't win a title either. So I'm. They're just. They're too young. It's. It's not. It's not their year. So that's going to leave you, Nuggets, who we, you know, agree are frauds. Grizzlies, who are out to prove something right now, have the second best record currently in the West. Okay, mm-hmm. they're contenders. The Suns, obviously, they have top two player in the NBA right now. You know, Devin and then, Booker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the probably Warriors. the best shooting guard in the NBA right now. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so we got really we got Grizzlies, we got Suns, we got Lakers, and maybe Warriors if they turn something on. And they decide they can start if they they could both be playing possum. I don't know. I don't know what's I, going uh, on. I'm out. You're out on the you're out on the dubs. This year, yes. Uh, do I think they'll find a way to recover? Absolutely. But okay. they have to have home court advantage. And they do not have it. And in any situation, I mean, unless they find a way in these there's you know, they're two and a half behind the Suns. For having that last home court advantage. There's no way they catch the Suns this week. There's just no way. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not riding them off until the playoffs start. There there's just there's too much history there. I get it. I do, but we've said this before. I mean, like, look, the first I mean they made the they made the wild the play in and lost two games the year before they won the title. Yeah. So you know, like look, I get it. I mean, I understand the pedigree of who they are. But I just I can't see a circumstance where 
they put this all together. I just can't. Like it's just too too soon to just make that run. And I get it with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. You don't want to count anything out with Steve Kerr at the helm, but I don't know, man. Well, and they also, you know, traded away Wiseman. They got Gary Payton the second back, but you know, I it's like I don't know. Five, I, he took took him forever to get in the lineup. Took him forever to get in the lineup. It's almost like they were when they were, you know, they got back a bum Ingy, you know, like it's kind of the same situation. It's like, you know, that he's not I don't think he's the same player he was last year. No. Um at all. And then you give up Wiseman for pretty much nothing. So uh, not great, not great at all. You know, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see, but I'm, I'm not writing them off. I don't think that they're, I think they're the least likely out of the four that I mentioned to win the title this year, but we're all in on the Lakers right now and they're on a streak. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I believe man. I believe. Okay. It's by the way, James Wiseman, since going to Detroit is, uh, putting up 13 and nine a night right now. So sure. Sure. Good for him. Yeah, really good for happy him. for him. Um, they're a one bay sweepstakes team. They're probably the leading team right now for them. Yeah. So uh, they're just going to have like next year. It's going to be Kate Cunningham and four centers is going to be their team. Duran Wiseman, Wembeyama, and Isaiah and uh, Isaiah Stewart. It's yeah, just going to be, that'll be it. We're just going to roll boy. it out. Bunch of tall boys. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's a tall point guard. So, yeah, yeah, he is. He's six eight, man. So sign me up. Ooh, I'm in. Ooh, ooh. That that team will just be playing Red Rover on defense. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's look at the East real quick. So this is kind of the East is kind of like I don't think there's you know it's basically decided. It just has to be official. Um, you know your one through six are you well first off your first five have already clinched. So Milwaukee yeah. has already clinched. Boston, Philly, Cleveland, and the Knicks. Um, and then Brooklyn, they're going to clinch pretty soon. Um, their last few games are Detroit, or Minnesota, Detroit, Orlando, and Philly. Um, yeah. So they're not going to need to play anybody by the time they get to that Philly game. Um, I assume by Wednesday, would they, you know, if they'll, they'll win one of those two. Um, the, the Magic, I think they'll beat, but the Magic are very sneaky, as we know, as we've talked about all year, and very fun. Sneaky fun. Absolutely love them. Hoping, um, hoping they win the Wimby on a sweepstakes. I do, too. I really do. Like, like I'm, I'm rooting for those boys. I am, too, man. It's nice that it's like their franchise is finally making the right decisions. Yeah, yeah. Tank uh, and get some good players. Yeah. And just play all the young dudes and see who's good. Yeah, exactly. Just, Spoiler alert. Write it out. They're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, then after that, man, so that, pl- that play in is Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago. Um, and we've talked about this already. So it's not, you know, we don't intend to sound like a broken record here by any means. But when it comes to these play in games, you know, it's just like you want the best player. It's like, you know, you obviously want the best player every night, but you're going to count on the best player to pull you through. And you and I have seen this before as fans of this player, but Jimmy Butler in a do or die situation, he may not always win, but goddamn, if he's not going to give everything he's got and drop 30 to make sure of it. I don't see a situation where, you know, Atlanta can go into Miami and win a one game, like a one game playoff. Not I at just, all. No, nope. I don't see it. Nope. 
And then that, you know, could I see Atlanta definitely beating Toronto or Chicago? Yeah, absolutely. But the way Zach Levine's playing right now, unfortunately, makes this makes me almost think the Bulls might have a shot to win that second spot in the in the wild in the play-in, which is very annoying. Very oh. annoying. Because Kobe yeah, White all of a sudden is like phenomenal. It's like really annoying. Started. Don't get yeah. me started on this on this bullcrap Bulls team. But you know. No, I I fully believe the Bulls will be in the playoffs. I do too. Like it's gonna happen. They're things are clicking. They've they've been playing very well lately. Um, you know, I I guess you know, do they get in there and the, do they give the Celtics some hell? Probably not. But definitely don't give be, the Bucks any hell. They do not give. They never give the Bucks hell. The Bucks the Bucks always beat down on Chicago ever since that first Giannis playoff series where the Bulls beat them down and then Giannis yeah. pushed Michael Dunleavy. Got ended up getting a suspension, uh, getting that suspension for the following season. Like it was like he put a curse on that team and was like, "These guys will never beat me again after this." Like because he remembers that. Like he just like he was pissed during that series. Yeah, he was, and that kind of changed like Giannis for for everybody. Um, yeah, I'm with you. You know, I think once they beat the Lakers in that one game, and then of course the Lakers went out there and beat in the next one. Uh, where Pat Bev mocked LeBron and then looked like Austin Reeves mocked Pat Bev, which was incredible. That's what you do. That's what you, you know, do. Just That's absolutely do. awesome. Uh, Chicago ends the year with Atlanta, Milwaukee, Dallas, and Detroit. So honestly, we probably don't even, we really don't even need to look at the, the remaining schedule for these teams because. Like I said, the 10 for the East with the play in the playoffs are decided. Like, yeah, um, I don't see a situation where the Bulls are going to jump Atlanta and Toronto. Um, no. no. Yeah, I would, that would take. I mean, let's see. What one would have to one would have to win out. One would have to lose out. Right. Uh, the Bulls are only a game behind both of them. Okay. But as far as the schedule goes. So, look, I mean, the, you know, the Bulls win tomorrow. We're probably having a different conversation. Because at that point they have the tiebreaker of the Hawks and they're both thirty nine and forty, um, but uh, you know fuck it. I want the Bulls to win out. I want them to go into Miami and I want them to lose. <laughs> I don't want any hope going into like oh yeah they're clicking or at the right time maybe they can get a game or two from Milwaukee. I don't want it. I no, don't they, want it. We don't. We don't want to see them going up against. Milwaukee at all, man. No, like if they play Boston, I'm gonna root like hell for them, like I do because one, they're my team, and two, we all know how I yeah. feel about the Celtics. Um, but I don't want to feel good feelings because I know that's just gonna crush my soul in the end. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting pretty demoralizing year after year. Yes, it is. Um, I think right now. The East has the most fun first round series, though. That Cleveland, New York, four five. Oh, it's gonna it, be fun as hell. It's gonna be every game is going to be great. This oh, is yeah. a Cleveland team who, kind of similar to Golden State, is super good at home. They're 31 and 9 at home this season. Um, the Knicks are pretty good on the road, though. They're 23 and 16. So the matchup is what's really intriguing. Um, you know, especially in the backcourt. You've got, you know, Jalen Brunson and uh, Josh Hart going against 
Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. That's fun. I think obviously Cleveland probably has the edge there, but um, I, you know, those two, those dudes are playing hard like hell and they're going to fight, you know, uh, and they're going to make it fun. So, but you know, the Knicks are also kind of unfortunately getting beat up at the wrong time with Julius Randle being out. They don't know how long, you know, when he's going to be able to play again. RJ Barrett's been in and out of the lineup with injury. If you don't have RJ Barrett in that game, in that series, you're in real trouble. But I think without Randall, they can kind of still hang there, but I don't think they could win it. No, they, they need Randall. But like Randall guarding Evan Mobley in a playoff series, who, you know, Evan Mobley, if you've looked at him post All-Star break, has been outstanding. Um, yeah. I said, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think he's the guy that's going to become the next superstar. Um, and I've been high on him, obviously, since he got drafted, as we know, but he's really starting to look like future superstar Evan Mobley. I think that's coming. And I think this playoffs where he's pissed off. They didn't make it last year that they lost in the, what in the play in and I on their home court to Atlanta. um, I think he's going to come out with some vengeance here. And it's definitely going to be, it's going to be a statement series from Evan Mobley book it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think, you know, but I, I I don't want to discount the Knicks because they're obviously good enough. And they've played really well for a long time now. But yeah, I just kind of, I'm really, without him, I don't feel like they can. But with him, I think they can make it a hell of a series. Philly and Brooklyn at the moment. And look, if this, we're going to do like a big playoff deep dive preview next week. This is just kind of look at the standings and how they are. Um, I think Phil, you know, the fact that Brooklyn made the playoffs after everything they did is amazing. Uh, shout out Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie for leaving that shithole of a franchise in Dallas, being traded for Kyrie Irving, and now making the playoffs when Kyrie Irving's likely going to be sitting at home. Oh yeah, those guys are dogs, man. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. Yeah, they 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 both deserve better than this. Both of them did, and it's uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna lose pretty hard to Philly. Philly's on a mission. Um, yep. They're not losing any first round series, that's for sure. You if know, Joel Embiid is spurned of MVP, watch out these players because he's going to hurt people. I mean, I they could <sighs> them and the Bucks and the Celtics. I mean, I I'm a I'm assuming that they're going to end up facing one of them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, do you? Do you see a scenario where Philly doesn't make the Eastern Conference Finals, or do you think that this is so? They're two and a half games up on Cleveland. They basically have the three seed in the bag. I can't, again, yeah. this goes back to yeah. I know there's four games left for most of these teams, but jumping two and a half games in four games is very hard. Um, it's not an easy thing to do in the standing. So, you look, you look. They play Brooklyn the first round. They probably won that in five. At that point, it's one versus four, two versus three. Um, so they go to Boston. And I certainly think they would, I, I don't know what to think of Boston because they'll have, you know, it's the regular season, obviously, but what they did to Milwaukee the other night was extremely impressive. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the statement game, these two teams play each other tomorrow that we're talking about uh, Boston and Philly. And then um, Boston's got Toronto and Atlanta to end the year for three, yeah. uh, two. So there's obviously that going on, but 
Yeah, I think I might take Philly in there. Um, I'm not saying that I would bet against Boston, but no, no. I mean, they've. I mean, looking looking at teams that are hot right now. So there's one, two, three, four, five. There's been six. There's six teams in the NBA right now that have went seven and three out of the last ten. The Bucks, mm. the Celtics, the Cavs, the Knicks, the Raptors, and the Bulls. These are teams that are clicking right now at the right time. Um. 76ers five and five. Um, they just lost their last game. Um, I don't know. I just there's there's something this year that just tells me that Joel Embiid's just not going to take it anymore. I don't know what it is, but I just think he's finally at the end of his rope, and he's just like, I'm going to have to do something right now. It's got to happen. I mean, the Bucks beat him last night, so not great. Joel Embiid twenty eight points. Nine rebounds, five assists. Tyrese Maxey, 29. I mean, Harden was 11, 6, and 2, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everybody was, of course, clicking in 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 Milwaukee. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be kind of wild, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm hoping Joel Embiid just clicks it up a level. On the other end of that, I think... This is kind of, I wouldn't pick them to win. But I would not be shocked if Cleveland took Milwaukee seven games. I agree. I like I that. Just, Evan Mobley guarding Giannis in a playoff series. That's like. Yeah, I the, could see this. I could. I could see this being. I could see this being that series kind of like, uh, and I'm going to compare it to a Bulls series because that's just what I do. But that first year that. Oh, yeah. That Paul George ended up, uh, you know, making the playoffs with the Pacers. And even though I think the Bulls ended up beating them, I think four to one in that series, or, or I'm sorry, yeah, four to one. I think about that and I'm like, but like every game was like really, really, really close. Like no, it wasn't as close as a sweep as you would have thought it was, but it was because every game was just really well well fought and i think that's what's going to happen in this one i think they are going to fight like hell and also donovan mitchell man come yep. on come he's on that guy. he's pretty darn good at basketball he's that guy lakers Cavs finals is what we're saying folks go to vegas or actually now you can just go to your home state if you don't live in kentucky um or north carolina i think is the other one basically or hawaii um go to a state that's legal for betting and Lakers Cavs is what we're saying here. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Truthfully, Lakers Bucks is probably the best series possible for the NBA. LeBron versus Giannis in a best of seven. Oof. Oof. That's probably the best case scenario. The Kareem Abdul Jabbar Bowl. I think the Bucks just. I think the Bucks just run over them in that that series. I'm sorry. No, nope. I feel I feel it, man. No, nah. no. Nope. Bucks are too good right now. The Bucks are so safe. They are like the safest team in the NBA. Oh, I agree. I would, I would take them over anything. And not only that, they lost out last year trying to defend the title. Middleton was hurt. Like I, they got something to prove this year. I mean, if you get if you get another title this year in Milwaukee, you won two out of the last three. We're we're putting Giannis Antetokounmpo in another, you know, tier of 
you know, NBA superstars and, and their legacies at this point. We start talking Giannis legacy after two. They're definitely the best team. They definitely are the deepest team too, because when it comes yeah. to shortening your rotation, I don't know where the hell they make a cut. Like Myers Leonard definitely will not play, but from there, I mean, you know, are you sitting Bobby Portis? No, no. Are you sitting? You're probably sitting Wesley Matthews at this point. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you sitting Joe Ingles? No. The way nope. he saw the ball since he came back. Are you sitting Gorod and Jay Crowder? No. So, nope. yeah. Like when it comes to these other teams, and I think like, you know, when it looks at Philly. Philly, you can tell where they're cutting off. Um, Boston, you can tell where they're cutting off. So, it's uh it's gonna be a really interesting situation. Um, but yeah, I think the Bucks are the safest team. Um, I would probably say they're gonna. I would say they're the best chance to win the title. But I think the Lakers would be much closer than a blowout. I really do. Um, especially just having those dudes. But you know, that's what's gonna be funny is if that would actually happen and the Lakers lost, we'd we'd be making fun of LeBron for losing a series where he was like, "Yeah, but once again, who did he play?" But the narrative would be, you know. He doesn't do the you're like whatever. Um, let's talk about the CBA. Yeah, let's. So, biggest things that jump out from this, uh, the you know whatever the marijuana thing, you know whatever should have been should have been off there years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, NBA, on catching up finally. I think like. A lot of your league has admitted that they do it to if, be, yeah. So if 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 only the state of Kentucky would would get even closer. Yeah, we're about twenty twenty five. You know, we're, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of the awards. You have to play a certain amount of games. Was it sixty four? I like that. Yeah. Um. That way we can just kind of quit all this. Not naysay. The Positionless All NBA, kind of weird. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. Even. I don't like it. It's just like the, this is going back to the All Star shit again. It's the same thing. I don't like it. Everybody plays positions, you know, just because Giannis and Kevin Durant and LeBron and everybody plays the same position. Just be the best. Yeah, I agree. Just be the best. So there's that whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good, I think the CBA is solid. Uh, those are the things that kind of jumped out the most. Um, let me see what else was there. Let me pull up the list. I saw, I was reading Woj's thing. Did, did uh, they, did, what about the, uh, the, um, the age, the lowering the age rule? Is that, I don't think it was passed through. I think it's still okay. so. The one thing that's kind of weird, curbing the ability of high-spending teams to continue running up salary and luxury tax spending while still maintaining the mechanisms to add talent to the roster. So if you're paying to win, you're getting penalized, basically. Well, that's just to kind of even out the league. They don't want, you know, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think dynasties really helped the league. I think those those I years, too. I mean, I mean, the years where we were having Cleveland and the Warriors every year, while it may have gotten a little tiresome towards the end, I mean, we look back at it pretty fondly, 
you know it was it was quite a rivalry and people were watching it people were tuning in you know that kind of thing people were not tuning in you know i i, I don't think that the year that the bucks won it was as big of a deal no we were all so tired because the the off season was 7 weeks yeah yeah like the draft was in october it was terrible that was so bad wow so weird yeah what a burnout um, season that was yeah don't be wrong i thought the bubble was a blast um yeah it was a lot of they fun maybe, maybe it was just because we needed it at that time what the world the world was but um i enjoyed it so yeah i'm with you um so this is gonna be interesting so with those cap rules that i just mentioned one of the things Woj pointed out in his article was um that some of the teams that they like some of the deals that would not have been able to have been allowed and that in the offseason, uh, this past offseason, if that rolls in place, uh, Dante DiVincenzo would not have been able to go to Golden State. Joe, Ingle, Joe Ingles would not have been able to go to Milwaukee. Danilo Gallinari, Pat Mills, and John Wall would not have been able to sign their deals with Boston, Brooklyn, and the Clippers. Um, and the Clippers also would not have been able to allow, uh, been able to add Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Hmm. So... This is the other thing that's interesting. They're trying to curb load management, and that's why they kind of want the 65 games played rule. So for awards, which good. Yeah. Load management is the stupidest, dumbest. I'm all for like keeping your players healthy, but it's like know. the last three games of the season or something. It's fine. Right. I remember I remember back in the you know the mid the mid nineties when the Pistons were not great, but they had Grant Hill and Joe Dumars. I remember them sitting them the last few games of the season, you know, and I remember thinking, well, that's actually a really smart move, but the actual load management throughout the season right now is completely out of control. Yeah. It's completely out of control. I mean, I don't know what's what anymore. Is somebody really hurt or is someone just resting? I don't yeah. know. And it sucks. It sucks for the fans. That's the biggest thing. It sucks for the fans. It sucks for number one, especially like, let's say you're in Indiana and the Lakers come to town and LeBron takes a night off or Anthony Davis takes a night out. And that's the only time they visit there the whole year. Yeah. You know, that, that sucks for the fans. It sucks for the fans. Other things, national TV games, you know, you get a national TV game between two, you know, big teams and then, you know, the best player doesn't play and it's like, eh, you know, not great. We have not had a LeBron Kevin Durant game since Christmas of LeBron's I first could, year with the Lakers. Could not believe that that was a real stat. Could not believe that was actually real. I know. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now they're in the same division. So they'll play each other. Those teams will play each other a lot more. So that should be broken. Actually, yeah. it might be broken this week. Uh, we'll see. I'm yeah, I doubt it. I'm not holding my breath. But yeah. uh yeah, so I think it's a good CBA. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um but you know, this DN season tournament is still being discussed and they're talking about that in the 23-24 season. Season it'll include pool play games based in, baked into the regular season schedule with eight teams advancing to a single elimination tournament in December. The final four will be held at a neutral site. A I neutral site. That's so gimmicky. It's going to be Vegas and you know it. 
It is Vegas, yeah. But yeah. it's so gimmicky. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know they're always the NBA is one of those leagues where they're always looking to evolve. They're always looking to do something a little bit different to change it up. They're not afraid to do that, which is it's great. However, the NBA playoffs are so freaking long. They are two months long. We're we're in for we're we're in for a ride for the next two months. And a tournament mid-year, I, I just I just don't see people like I don't see casuals caring. I mean, what's what's the end game? What's the what, home court advantage in the playoffs? What are we what are we playing for here? A midseason trophy? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If it does if it's not the championship, then what the hell does it matter? Yeah. I don't is that how do you feel about it? I don't like it. Um, it's, you know, like I get what Adam Silver's trying to do because I know like soccer leagues do this and I know the G league has the showcase, but that's like a thing like during the year where those guys are like, Hey, NBA sign yeah. me. Yeah. Like it's different. Um, and look, when they start playing, maybe I won't care because it'll be just competitive basketball on a court and I'll be like, all right, cool. But the thought process of it, I'm like, eh, no, whatever. Um, but you know, who knows? Maybe we end up liking it, but at the moment it just feels really, really gimmicky and really like, I don't know. Um, they said so, like the games would count towards the regular season records, but yeah, like the G league, should. the G league after the showcase, the records reset for the season. Huh? So it's like, that. that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, so are they thinking about doing this and like having like the championship game around Christmas for this tournament? I guess so. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I think, I mean, it's going to happen. They've talked about it for way too long. You yeah. know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. where there's smoke, like, especially in and the NBA. Well, and if it's one of those things, if like people tune in and it works, they'll keep doing it. If people are confused and don't care or just think it's a regular whatever, they'll do away with it. I mean, that's just how it'll be. Yeah. But Hey, at least we're not the NFL who are now saying that teams can play two Thursday night games a year. Hmm. Really all about that anti-concussion protocol by having two, three day, three day, three day weeks. Aren't you? Yep. 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 Way to go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we can go and wrap it up here. Uh, just want to make sure we got set up real quick. So I appreciate you staying up late to knock this out with me. Um, so we got a little quick talk in, but yeah, next week, uh, we'll be getting ready for the play in tournaments and postseason playoff so, preview. Yeah. Pretty excited for it. Uh, on behalf of Sean and Ben and Josh, this is Tim Daniel. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go give us your five star reviews and buy our merch at 40 minutes, basketball network.merchbake.com. See ya. <laughs>